With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the title of the op-ed. Our infrastructure is racist. Biden, Biden's plan seeks justice. Did you know the infrastructure was racist? I didn't know inanimate objects could be racists. But I get if you can launch a war against inanimate objects, like the war on drugs, you can have inanimate objects be racist as well. So we've elevated inanimate objects to a very high place in our culture. Iran cooks an Arepa fund. I don't even know what that means. But we are at exactly $200. So uh, $200 to go, guys. All right, um, let's see. So here's the argument, right? We need this infrastructure bill that Biden has passed. Not so much because our infrastructure is crumbling, which, by the way, it's not. It's actually in fairly good shape. But because it'll bring about equity. And indeed, the author points out, authors point out, oh, the author is a U.S. congressman. Oh, God, I should have noticed that. A U.S. congressman. As the author points out, the Biden plan illustrates how we can do equity-based planning. And equity is all over this piece. Equity is the catchphrase of the left right now. It used to be equality. It used to be social justice. Now it's equity. Equity meaning justice. Not equality, not treating people the same. Treating some people more because that's what justice demands, to get them to be equal. It's not AUSC, it's Yvette D. Clark and Michael Schenk, U.S. Congresswoman and the Communications Director of Carbon Neutral Cities Alliance. There's something, there's something credible. The Carbon Neutral Cities Alliance. I, I, know, I know carbon neutral cities. It's called non-existing cities. Or, or cities with no human beings. Yeah, equity equals fairness, which equals justice. But not their equity. Their equity is unfair and unjust. But they're trying. See, I've always told you. I've told you from the beginning. The left always go for the moral argument. The right always goes, but how are we going to pay for it? Well, but if it's the right thing to do, you'll find a way to pay for it. I think if I did a cooking show, you guys would, uh, would increase your support, right? Well, not really. Not if you saw the kind of food, you know, the quality of the food that I produced. We'd, we'd, everything would plummet. So here's, here's the, the article. It, 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 quote, equitable distributed investments, how we begin to remedy the wrongs of a structurally racist transportation and housing system. Reconstruct a more just urban environment. 
and improve the health and economic well-being of those who have been systematically disadvantaged by our past and current investments and programs. So let's look at some equity-centric expenditures. What do those look like, equity-centric? So for example, there's 115 billion, billion, billion with a B, focused on cutting emissions and reducing congestion. Wait a minute. Why is cutting emissions and reducing congestion an issue of racial equity? Only minorities stuck in traffic? God, not if you live in L.A. Everybody's stuck in traffic. Well, here, here it turns out they've got an explanation. Black neighborhoods are 79% more likely than white neighborhoods to be exposed to industrial pollution, often from oil and gas, refineries, and petrochemical plants. Hmm. Maybe that's because uh, black communities tend to be poorer, and poor people tend to live in cheaper housing, and cheaper housing tends to be in less desirable places in a city, closer to where there's actual industrial activity. I guess the solution to that is to stop industry, to stop industrializing. Indeed, if we stop industrializing, they'll also probably lose their jobs. They'll just get poorer. But hell, who cares? They'll be breathing good air. Insanity. Black and Hispanic communities bear the disproportionate burden from air pollution generated by white Americans. Is that right? The white Americans actually produce more air pollution than others? I mean, is this measured? Is this scientific? Leading disproportionate rates of asthma, cardiovascular disease, and premature death. I'm sure the cardiovascular disease has nothing to do with diet, has nothing to do with the Obesity rates in some of these communities, none of that. You're not allowed to say what I just said. I mean, it, it, it's... But notice everything today, even infrastructure, even pollution, is now viewed through racial lenses. It's hard not to be a racist. When everything from left and right to Carlson to uh, AOC to these Congress people, everything is now all about race, 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 race. That's all anybody wants to talk about. It's all anybody uses to explain things. So they continue by cutting emissions and reducing congestion, which the plan does. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'd love to see 115 billion actually reduce congestion. I mean, the only way you do that is by banning automobiles in, in, in Los Angeles. How are you going to reduce congestion in Los Angeles through, this, uh, through Biden's infrastructure program? It's complete BS. And it will take, imagine if they widen the highways, which we're not proposing. That would take decades, or at least years. And in the meantime, a lot of people's lives will be much tougher. Anyway, um, which this plan does, we begin to make neighborhoods healthier for all Americans and start chipping away at the disproportionate energy and pollution burden faced by communities of color. 
the real question is, and this is the question that has to be asked, is why are communities of color, as they define them, and again, the whole way of looking at this is a racist way of looking at it, why are they poorer? Why are they living in these kind of communities? Now, some of it, I will grant, is a consequence of historic discrimination, of, of uh, slavery, Jim Crow, redlining all over the United States. Clearly, all of those policies, which ended, by the way, uh, about 50-plus years ago, all of those policies reduced the wealth of minority households and the wealth that was transferred from generation to generation. Action Jackson today is using all the money I pay him, he's using to return it to me through Super Chat. I mean, I'm game for it. Money is money. But the whole idea is you guys are supposed to be asking the Super Chat questions. Um, wait, I don't think I copied this one. Let's see. And he knows that he knows firsthand that the $20 questions will actually get answered. If you guys ask $20 questions, your questions will be answered. You'll get good answers. I can't guarantee the quality of the answers. No, I'm kidding. Um, nobody wants to talk about why they're still poor. Some of it is a consequence of the history. But some of it is a consequence of culture. And culture is a consequence of the intellectuals, of the ideas, of the teachers, of the leadership, of what they are being taught, what they're told their priorities. Why is it that since the war on poverty have there are still just as many poor as they were before? Maybe, maybe somebody should consider. Maybe the war poverty is not allowing anybody out of poverty. Maybe the war poverty actually makes the situation worse. Maybe. Given that it's not helping, given that now we're blaming infrastructure, and we think infrastructure is the solution, maybe we should look at the war on poverty. Only way to get people properly out of poverty is through jobs and wealth creation. The only way to get people healthier and better and higher self-esteem and higher quality of life and, and just a better, to be happy, is for them to become productive and to embrace their job and to believe in their future and to believe in their own happiness and their own success and to believe in the system. But you see, all the forces out there, all the cultural forces out there, undermining any kind of trust in the system. The system is rigged. The system is racist, systemically racist. The system is against you. Well, then they riot and they burn stuff and they stay poor. And they have pollution. A second big equity boost, the authors write, is $160 billion, that is with a B again, all these numbers are billions, nobody talks about millions anymore. Millions is boring. You got to talk about billions. 
A second big equity boost totaled the $160 billion to improve and expand intercity rail and bus lines throughout America's urban areas. Is again a critical investment in helping connect communities of color and low-income communities to places of employment, shopping, public parks, and everything. See, I would think that what you would actually want is for them to get rich enough so they could buy automobiles, because this is not a climate change argument. This is a getting-to-work argument. So they could buy automobiles, and then all we'd have to do is expand the highways, and we'd be, we'd be cool. But no, you see, they don't want them to actually get richer. They don't want them to live a better life. They don't want them to actually succeed in life. They want them for the rest of their life to, tra- for the rest of their life to take the bus. I, don't, I took the bus everywhere when I was a kid. Our family only had one car. I had to go places. I, since I was probably, you know, 10, yeah, 10, 9, 9, 10, I went everywhere by bus. I walked to school, walked back from school, but anywhere further than school was a bus. But, you know, it, part of the thing was my sisters never took the bus because my parents then had two cars and they could drive them around. But, but you, know, it, you know, it spoiled them. But the point is, as you accumulate wealth, you don't take the bus. You drive. Driving gives you more control. You spend less time waiting. You get, you get to spend more time at work, make more money. You get to spend less time, you know, all of those things. But that's not the ambition. The ambition is to keep them poor and keep them taking the bus. I. All right, let's see. Um, they're being persistent in equities and transportation spending. I know. I mean, there's been a lot of money spent, wasted, on public transportation. Tons. They could have expanded the highways. They could have broadened the highways. They could have much easier to get around. Instead, they build these public transportation systems that actually inhibit ability. And they cost a fortune. So they, they should use Elon Musk's tunneling technology. That'll do it. It's another, by the way, $213 billion, $213 billion focused on housing, which is necessary and long overdue priority of low-income and disadvantaged communities that have long suffered housing inequity and injustice in America. See, the problem with low-income housing is not money. The problem with low-income housing is not in bad backyard. The problem with low-income housing is zoning. The problem with low-income housing is housing standards that are not allowed the building of low-income housing. Every time low-income housing is proposed in a town, in a city, in a place, oh no, the residents don't want low-income housing near them. They say communities of color in formerly redlined neighborhoods now experience rates of chronic disease, shorter lifespans, and greater risk factors of COVID-19 due to poor housing quality. Is it due to poor housing quality? Due to other lifestyle issues? Due to diet? 
housing, doing homelessness, doing pottery, stopping discriminatory housing policy and planning. No. Homelessness is due, because, due to zoning, housing regulations, cost of building low-income housing. I have not been to Melbourne. Not been to Melbourne. I've been to Sydney. I have not been to Melbourne. All right, we can go on and on. Another $20 billion that focused on reconnecting communities that are being divided and disjointed by highway construction. Of course, highways disrupt communities. They run through them. And land is cheaper in low-income neighborhoods. It's easier to build a highway there. But there's no way around these issues. There's always going to be somebody who's lower income than everybody else. And if moving out of those neighborhoods is possible and becomes possible as people in those neighborhoods become richer. And the whole focus should be, the singular focus should be, of getting poor people who have ambition to have the opportunities to become rich. That's it. Get people, give people the opportunities. You don't have to give them. Free up the opportunities so that people can become richer. The whole focus when it comes to poverty, the whole focus when it comes to poverty should be on how do we create an environment, and, and it's easy to create such an environment, where people and a culture, which is harder, an environment and a culture which promotes wealth creation. That's it. And that means having a culture that is anti-crime doesn't help when you're burning down buildings and rioting in the street. That doesn't encourage an anti-crime culture. It means not playing the victim card. It means taking responsibility for your own life. And it means the government needs to get out of the way. There are, in, in, in places like Chicago, in, in the west side of Chicago, in the south of Chicago, where people are unbelievably poor, the amount of regulations and controls the government has for somebody to open a business, it takes months and months and months. Get the government out of the way so people can open up businesses. Get the government out of the way so people can start embrace new professions, to so get them out of licensing and all of that stuff, anything that holds people back, any kind of coercion that holds people back, get rid of it. And if you get rid of it, people can create wealth, people can rise out of poverty, opportunities are created, and their world becomes a better world. You don't need any equity infrastructure. Yeah, privatize the schools. Thank you, Diego. Absolutely. Privatize the schools or do, do education saving accounts. Right? Putting together a plan on how to eliminate poverty in America would be easy. Just get out of the way. Maybe have one generation of education saving accounts before you actually privatize the whole thing. Just get out of the way.
Fine to begin with. I wonder if I can ask you to capsulize. I know this is difficult. Can I ask you to capsulize your philosophy? What uh, is Randism? Uh, first of all, I do not call it Randism, and I don't like that name. All I right. call it objectivism. All right. Meaning a philosophy based on objective reality. Now, let me explain it as briefly as I can. First, my philosophy is based on the concept that reality exists as an objective absolute. That man's mind, reason, is his means of perceiving it. And that man needs a rational morality. I am primarily the creator of a new code of morality which has so far been believed impossible, namely, a morality not based on faith. On faith. Not on faith, not on arbitrary whim, not on emotion, not on arbitrary edict, mystical or social, but on reason, a morality which can be proved by means of logic, which can be demonstrated to be true and necessary. All right, all right. Now, may I define what my morality is? All right. Because this is merely an introduction. My morality is based on man's life as a standard of value. And since man's mind is his basic means of survival, I hold that if man wants to live on earth and to live as a human being, he has to hold reason as an absolute, by which I mean that he has to hold reason as his only guide to action and that he must live by the independent judgment of his own mind, that his highest moral purpose is the achievement of his own happiness, and that he must not force other people nor accept their right to force him, that each man must live as an end in himself and follow his own rational self-interest. All right, before we go on, reminder. Please like the show. We've got 163 live listeners right now. Uh, 30 likes. That should be at least 100. I figure at least 100 of you actually like the show. Maybe there are like 60 of the Matthews out there who hate it. But, but at least the people who are liking it, you know, I want to see, see a thumbs up. There you go. Start liking it. I want to see that go to 100. All it takes is a click of a, a, click of a, a thing, whether you're looking at this. Uh, and, and, you know, the likes matter. It, it's not an issue of my ego. It's an issue of the algorithm. The more you like something, the more the algorithm likes it. So, you know, and if you don't like the show, give it a thumbs down. Let's see your actual views being reflected in the likes. But uh, if you like it, don't just sit there. Help get the show promoted. Of course, you should also share. And uh, you can support the show at youronbookshow.com slash support or on Patreon or Subscribestar or Locals uh, and, uh, and show your support for, all, for, for, for the work, for the value hopefully you're receiving from this. And, uh, and of course, don't forget, if you're not a subscriber, even if, you, even if you just come here to troll or even if you're here like Matthew to defend Marx, uh, then uh, you should subscribe because that way you'll know when to show up. You'll know what shows are on, when they're on. You'll get notified, right? So, um, yes, like, share, subscribe, support. Like, share, subscribe, support. There you go. Easy. Do one or all of those, please.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.